to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How you doing, Dad? Hi, Steve. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You've um, had a busy week. I have a very busy week and a very enjoyable week, I can tell you. I've loved every minute of it. Now, we, 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 left, we left kind of people on sort of wondering what you would be doing in the next week. You were venturing <laughs> into unknown territory. I certainly was. And uh, what I've done is shocked me and absolutely blew you away. So that gives people some idea of what's coming up in the next uh, half an hour. Mm. God, there is, yeah, there is lots to talk about. You've been very busy. There's three pictures that we want to show people uh, on this podcast. So uh, do visit our website if you're listening to this to to check them out because uh, we'll have them all on the blog there for you to look at uh, whilst we're talking about them. Let's let's go with the first one, shall we? Should we start there? The first landscape yep. you did. Talk to Definitely. us about that. The, the, the um the one with the trees is that right that's the one we're talking about yes because you were worried about trees you were sort of sort of a bit I sort of s- i was yeah. unsure what that would come out like i was and i was very apprehensive well the first thing i'll talk about is the sky i was following a reference picture which i've had for quite some time and what i decided to do was to make it as a miniature now, the reason I did that is obvious to people that um, it would have taken a lot of coloured pencil and a lot of time up to actually fill up a picture of, say, a four size. So I decided to try a miniature picture or a smaller picture, which fills the screen better. People can still see what I was doing. Um, so the sky itself was going to be a challenge. I thought, I've got to give this a go. We had everything in it. We had blue, we had white, we had grey, we had kind of a, a, a stormy look to the sky as well. I thought, no, I'm going to do it as I see it on the reference picture. And it absolutely blew me away when I did it. And people, when they see the actual video of it, they will be blown away too. I couldn't believe it. One of the problems that we've got with pastel pencils is that when you apply a sky underneath a tree line and you want to put the trees on top, it's very difficult to do because the pastel doesn't dry. Therefore, you've always got that pastel you're working into. See what I mean? So if you're putting the greens and the browns and and the other colours that you want for the trees, they're going on to an existing white, grey, blue background. Mm -hmm. So they'll mix with those colours and they'll be weaker as a result. So I thought, is this going to happen with pastel pen? Uh, sorry, is this going to happen with coloured pencils? I wonder. Well, it didn't. It, I could put the trees on top of the skies. So that was quite remarkable. How? Oh, we're going to have to watch the video to find <laughs> out, folks. <laughs> but when you see the finished picture, as you are now hopefully looking at it, you're going to be absolutely amazed. How on earth did you do it, Colin? Uh, well, I can't explain it. It's too technical now to actually explain how I did it. But be assured that I did. 
and it worked brilliantly. I had a tree line, I had two tree lines. I had a distant tree line, uh, and then we had a little bit of um, foreground, and then we had a second tree line, which is the main tree line. Now, what I also had here, and I was a glutton for punishment, I had silver birch trees. Now, people know that silver birch trees are white. You have a white um, trunk and the branches too, but uh, mainly the white trunk. So, first of all, I thought before I started working was, how am I going to put the white in? So, I did, and people will be absolutely gobsmacked how I did it. Because when you see the video, when you watch me do the video, you're going to be, what is this man doing? That's never going to work out. And that's what was going through my mind when I was doing it. But I thought, no, I've got to do it the way I feel it will work. And by golly, did it work. It, I, there's so many elements to this picture that blow me away. And one of the, the elements is the trunks and the shadow and mm. the dimension that you've got on mm. the trees. It is really incredible. I just That's right. Uh, it was. It, it. I tell you what. It's. It still is. And I've done two more. Well, I'm on my um, third one since then. Um, I'm still finding that picture a delightful picture to do. Now, the bonus was at the end of the day when I finished it because you you'll see how small it is because it'll have it on the um, on the picture. I, I, I give every the size. Uh, of each picture so it's a miniature picture so the bonus was it's a lovely little miniature picture and if you frame that which i intend fully to do uh and put a nice little frame around it that's going to be a beautiful little miniature picture Mm. Mm. and it only works because you've got very sharp points on the uh luminous pencils that what uh, draws my attention is the trees on the right the that you can see all the sky through and it's like mm-hmm. you know they're not really full of leaves there's sort of um yeah there's mm. there's, there's sort of gaps in the trees and everything and mm. you've got all of those sort of autumnal colors coming through as well I, I, that's right I, I it just is amazing well, it, it, as I say, it was a pleasure to do. I, 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 you know me and trees. I love trees and I love landscape work. Um, I'm at my element. When I'm doing landscapes, I'm in my own little world because I love to see and I love the challenge of being able to reproduce what you see, but not as a photograph, but as a painting. Mm. And that to me, it was a, a very, very nice painting. I think people, when they see it, they'll probably wouldn't think of that being a colour pencil. They would think of it being a painting. Absolutely, absolutely. It looks like a painting. That's mm. what what blows me away. That it it really does. Mm. Uh, interesting with these uh, both these landscapes. I think no people. You didn't put any people no, in no, there. Well, no, you can't put people. Well, you can, but it wouldn't work in miniatures. Miniatures like that are. You can, but you're. Sp- I think you'd spoil it if you put anybody in there. You'd spoil it. Uh, if you had a larger picture, that might work. But I don't. Sometimes you don't need people. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes you do. It depends on the subject, but uh, you, in the, both of those two pictures that I did. Uh, it didn't need people. It, mm. They spoke for themselves. 
Mm. What's interesting as well with these miniatures is they're not big scenes, the miniature pictures, as in they're not from a bigger distance away encapsulating more in the picture, just smaller. You've sort of, Mm. you've cropped in with a miniature, these miniatures, you've cropped in to show a small segment of something really well presented is that kind of a general thing that you would suggest with miniatures you don't try and Mm. put too much like from a distance too much in the picture and just make it smaller but you look at a smaller area of a picture that's right you would do that i've done it i've i've made i've I've done miniatures with people in but uh, generally speaking, uh, I probably wouldn't do that. I mean, to be honest, that picture that I did of uh, my daughter, your sister, um, Becky, uh, on the beach, mm. which, I don't know, 18 months ago, did we do that? Something like that, we produced it. That original picture was a miniature. Yeah. So we got um, a completely different outlook on that, but I had to put, I, I wanted to do it. It was called Romance on the Beach. And... Uh, I had sky, cliffs, water, um, sand, and two people. Mm. But without the two people, it wouldn't have worked. You see, so yeah. you've got a, you've got you. It's where you place your emphasis, and it was a very successful picture. That and uh, um, I've I've got it on. I've got a copy of that. Well, I've got the original of that on because I did two. Mm. I did one for Becky, and she's got it on her wall. Uh, in their house, and I've got it on mine. So I've, got, I've done two of them mm. um, in miniature. So mm. it, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, you, you you bring up interesting points, but when you're doing, you know, neither of those two landscapes I did um, needed people. No, I agree with you on that. I agree. Agree. Um, do, do you want Do you want to talk the other, about the other one as well? Yeah, or? let's move on to the next one of the butterfly. Right, the butterfly. Well, that that was something I thought. I don't know whether this is going to work or not, but I did it in miniature, and the background was it was going to be the nightmare. I felt, but once again, I pulled it off. Mm-hmm. I didn't spend as much time on the flowers that. Uh, Perhaps we should have done, because me and flowers are not great bedfellows. I'm not a great lover of flowers. I've done them, and I I know people like them, but it's not really my thing. I don't mind them as part of another picture, but uh, not on their own. Mm. But having said that, the daffodils we did were very successful, and the tulips, and we've got others that's coming out as well. Uh, So... I'm not saying I don't like them and I wouldn't do them, but... Uh, They're not your favourite? Not really, no, no, no. So I focus mainly on the butterfly, but uh, that came off really nice, really well. What, Very what, different. What uh, techniques would you say that you could put from the landscape that you did into something like this? Mm, mm, Is it just being... Not a lot. Is it being more practiced with the pencil and what you can do? Because mm. now you are absolutely creating paintings from um, the colouring pencils. And when we compare that to one of your first pictures, which still looks very impressive, but looked like a drawing, more like a drawing, um, mm. like the, the first exercise you did had a bit of more drawing vibe to it. And you compare them to these. These are very much paintings. Mm, that's right. 
Yes, they are. And that's my intention. Well, it was right from the beginning. I told you I don't really want to produce drawings, just as with the pastel pencils. I wanted the pastel pencils to produce paintings, and I could always consider them paintings. And it's now with colour pencils. I won't draw. I'm not, not, not going to do that. It's not my thing. I don't, I'm not a great drawing lover. I like painting, and I like uh, pictures that look like paintings. Mm. So this is my emphasis. I'm mm. not saying that drawing is, is not good. I mean, people, if they like to do the drawing, that's fine for them. But mm. my thing is painting, and that's what I think is the, is the true art, personally. But that's only my opinion. Mm. So I'm always going to produce paintings, and that's always going to be my intention. So with the butterfly, the the background, uh, was that very representative of the picture or did you look at the uh, the photograph and slightly modify it? Uh, I, oh, it was definitely modified, yes, because the, the background on the original picture, which I do show on the video, actually it's, it's, they can see. I refer to it quite often and show the picture so they can see it. It, it was a bit nondescript. And I wanted to make it a little bit more um, arty, a little bit more uh, even, if you know what I mean. Because when you take a photograph of something, you you take a photograph of what's there. You can't you can't um, depict. You can't say butterfly. Will you stay there nicely on that flower? And I'll just swing the camera around so that I get just the right. You can't do that. The butterfly won't stay there. So. You've got to, you snap and you take a chance. But with paintings and with the artwork we do, we have that privilege of being able to put that butterfly, put the flowers, and the flowers were very different to what they were on the picture. I cut a load of them out. Oh. I just put what Interesting. Yeah, it is, it is. And people will see that because they see the original picture that I did and say, well, where's that bit? Where's that bit? Where's that bit? Gone. I don't want it. I'm an artist. I want to do what I want to do. I want to represent the butterfly in the best possible light. It is what I did. So I changed the background and I changed the flowers. Mm. How did you choose that background colour? Well, the background was it was on the butterfly. It did have a green background, but I, I kind of changed the colour a little bit, mm. making it a um, little prettier, if you see what I mean. Because you're using the same principles with the pastel pencil work in terms of colours that you That's are with right. coloured pencils. You're doing a darker background to bring that, pop that subject mm. forward because it's bright yellow and blue. You're, mm. you're really popping it against that background and there's elements of, you know, the core top right of the picture. You've got that darker section that you would have done with pastel pencil. It's really interesting mm. to see your style translate to another medium. And the other thing, too, with that, um, again, it's a miniature. It's a small picture. Um, I had, because I had a small picture, I had some butterflies' legs. Mm. Now, those legs had to be represented. Now, can you imagine putting a background between the legs? You can't, you can't, put, them, you can't put the legs on top of the background. So the legs have to go in first. And then you have to cut round those legs, and they're tiny, very thin legs. How do you solvent between mm. the? Yeah, <laughs> they're going to have. They're going to have to. When they see that, they're going to say, "I want to know how we did that." Well, they're going to have to wait because eventually, I will show you. I don't skip anything. I actually do show 
exactly what I did there and how I did it. The antenna that comes out from the butterfly, mm. if you look at that, how thin that is. I have to go round that with the um, background and the solvent. Yeah, that's that's how I'm. In, that's what I'm impressed with that that I didn't know, bleed. Are gonna be, mm. Into all of the other colours. People are going to be very impressed with the technique of this, and the, 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 I do say all the way through it. I mean, my enthusiasm comes out um, on the video. Mm. I haven't looked at any of these back yet because I'm doing them in one batch. Um, but when I look back on it, I'm going to I'm going to probably hear my enthusiasm coming through, and um, because I'm exploring all the, all the way through this not done it before, especially on the last picture we're going to talk about, I, I, I kind of think, how, how on earth am I going to do this? And I just do it, and it works, and I'm lucky. <laughs> um, amazing, amazing. Let's move on to the last one now. Uh, let's have a look here. The, the other landscape that we've got here, sort of a frosty winter-esque scene. Um, now, an interesting happened with interesting thing happened with this picture as you were doing mm. it. Do you want to tell mm -hmm. this story? I will. I tell this. Well, I, the first thing I will say about it, I've had that sitting in my file, computer file, for about eighteen months now. Thought about doing it in watercolor. No, I, don't, I can't do it in watercolor. Okay, I'll do it in pastel. No, I kept putting it off. No, it's not going to work. But having done now, or having had done um, some coloured pencil work, I thought, no, no this is going to work, possibly going to work in coloured pencil. With the same attitude I've done all along, I'm going to start filming it, and I'm going to produce it, and if it doesn't work, it goes in the bin, and no one will ever see it. That hasn't happened yet, fortunately, but, you know, it could. So with that in mind, I didn't have any pressure on me. Now, what I decided to do then was to use the colour pencil. I did the sky. It was a very simple sky because, again, there was an awful lot of trees against it. Mm. And I thought, let's keep it simple. So right after I did the sky, there was a green tree in the original photograph that I had. There was this green tree, very dark green tree. Okay, I said, let's put this in. So I put it in. And then I carried on all the way through the picture and finished the picture. And um, I showed it to um, a couple of people and said, what do you think of this? Okay. And then your mum said, do you know, I'm not so sure I like that green tree, Colin. Really? I said, yeah, she said, it, it tends to take your eye. And I tend to agree with her. I thought, well, I've done it now. It's, it's already on video and I've, I've got it right in the middle of the picture. So what do I do with it? So I said to her, okay, well, leave it to me. I'll see what I can do. And I got rid of the green tree completely. Now, when people see the reference picture, which you're going to put onto the um, site, you say, where's that green tree gone then? Hmm. Now, I wouldn't have believed that I could have done that. But me I neither, because you're on pasta mat and you're in coloured pencils. Uh, how did absolutely. you do it? Well... How I did it was I used the solvent very carefully and very painstakingly to dissolve the pastel, um, sorry, the um, colour, the green colour, okay? And 
gradually and then dabbed it with the tissue and then put it again, dabbed it with the tissue and kept doing that until it was really just a faint greenish tinge because you can't get rid of it completely. And then once that happened, I then went over with the white, the blue and the grey and made it disappear. And it virtually did disappear. I could just sort of, because I knew it was there, I could just see traces. So what I then did is I added more of the fir trees, which were in the background. I did another fir tree on top of it Mm. and hit it up. And it hit it up. You can't see it. I can't see it at all. Oh, you won't be able to. No, I I would have made sure of that. So there you are how, uh, once again, uh, and I filmed this, and I filmed me doing it as well. I, people will see me actually um, get rid of that tree and and repair it and put the colour on top. So, you see, this is, this is what's so exciting about what I'm doing now. I, I'm learning, as everybody else would be learning as we're going along. And it's like a, an adventure. Can I do it? No, I wouldn't. If if it had been a whole bunch of trees, I wouldn't have done it. I'd I'd probably started again. Mm-hmm. But that one single one right in the middle gave us a really good content for the video to people see it. But we've got to make sure that people, when they do have the video, they don't actually put the green tree in because they go, they would probably have a lot more problems than I'm I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, because you replicate the tree next to it. It's sort of that people can use the same techniques that of the, of the oh, tree yes. next to it into the one on the left. Well, um, the line drawing, I do a line drawing and they, they follow the line drawing and my video showing how I put that tree in anyway. So hmm. uh, there won't be any problems. People won't have problems. But it's nice to see that I made an error and hmm. I was, and uh, I, it was when it was pointed out, I thought, yeah, this. That does look worse, and you've seen now both the, the one with the green tree in and the one without the green tree in. I must, you must admit that it looks better without it. Absolutely. Thanks, Mum. That was a good. <laughs> that was a really good <laughs> observation that that created some really good uh, content and a better picture overall. So it also shows you too that I was following a reference picture which showed that green tree in it. Uh, so sometimes you've got to look. I probably didn't look hard enough at that thinking I'm going to get rid of that because mm. I could have done from mm. the beginning. What's interesting about this picture is, and it struck me with the sky first, is you really get that winter vibe simply from the mm. sky, but then it carries through all of the mm. the tonal qualities of the other segments of this picture really give that off that winter vibe. It's, it's really amazing. Well, there's two reasons for that is I use a gray in the sky okay not just blue i I put um i think what i did did i do white first i think i did i put white first then i put the blue in then i put the gray in wow. or i put the gray and then blue because the, the gray is a the same tone value as the uh blue which is a light blue and then i use the slightly darker blue to get my um strength at the top of the uh picture brilliant so it's it was grey, and that grey then works its way through the rest of the picture and the blue. Yeah, so, that starts to make sense now. Hmm. But but it's fascinating, isn't it? To uh, 
I'm, I'm finding it more and more fascinating, and, and I've now um, added a, at least one more, at least one more to the um, range of pictures which I'm going to be doing. I'll probably add some more. Mm. Because I think it's something that, if it captures people's imaginations, and I'm sure this will, then uh, we've we've got something else to uh, something unique to our site. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, you can check all those three pictures out on our blog, uh, on our, our website. I'll also try and put them in the podcast artwork. So if you're listening on your phone or or device, then hopefully you'll be able to see it. Uh, on there as well on your screen um, but for now I'm going to move on to an, a really lovely email that we received from Penny uh, on the subject of coloured pencils and I'm just going to read it out here Penny says hi Stephen Colin I've been drawing with graphite and coloured pencils for the last four years even though I've never used pastels or pastel pencils I've been listening to your podcast avidly ever since I discovered them a year or so ago I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoy listening to you both. Even though I can't actually use the information and techniques you talk about, there's a ton of stuff on YouTube and various websites, but there's nothing. There's something really refreshing and enjoyable about listening to the two of you. Maybe it's the way you focus on amateur art rather than the professional money-earning side of things, but your gentle discussions are a real tonic. And Colin, I have to tell you... Uh, also, how much I'm enjoying your foray into coloured pencils and the way you're bravely experimenting and doing it your way rather than just copying other people. And I love your little seascape. As much as I enjoy using coloured pencils, normally I don't like coloured pencil landscapes at all. All those lines and scribbles are impossible to hide and I just don't think those drawings look very good at all. But I'm really impressed with the way you've created a painting with coloured pencils, complete with beautiful texture and depth of colour. I'm really interested in the way you've done your sky and also your background for the bulldog because you seem to have a way that big that big blocks of colour in coloured pencils can actually work. Selfishly, I hope you continue with coloured pencils for a little while at least, but even when you go back to pastel pencils, I'll still go on listening. I still learn a lot from hearing you talk about the composition, contrast, tones, etc. All of that. Thank you both and long may your podcasts continue. Best wishes, Penny. Well, that, that sums it up, doesn't it? Exactly what I was talking about. I mean, Penny's right. I do concentrate and, uh, on the amateur side because that's, that's where everybody wants to get started. And it's, it's lovely. And I've mentioned so many times that the lovely work that's being done on the internet. But a lot of people would look at that and say, I can't do that. Well, what's the point of that? I mean, who's showing what off? Is it the artist saying, look how good I am or how, how, how great I am at doing these coloured pencils? That doesn't do – it might be inspirational for people to think, oh, wouldn't I love to be able to do that? But most people would look at that and say, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do that. Mm. That's what I did. When I looked at it, I thought, I'm not going to be able to do that. Well, I probably could with a lot of practice, but what's going to be the point? Because my students aren't going to be able to do it. Hmm. So I had to find something and go with my usual um, um, way of finding something that people could do, hmm. that, 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 it, that it's attainable. Yeah. 
there's no point in doing something that's unattainable, uh, in my opinion. Mm. So, and I'm sure Penny is going to absolutely adore these three pictures when she sees them. Yeah. Particularly the two landscapes. I mean, if you looked at those two landscapes and thought, no, it, no, I don't think colour pencils work on landscape. Well, not much I can do about that, is there? Mm. But I think they look really lovely with the, um, particularly in the, mini- the miniature side, um, this is one I'm, I, a lot of people like miniature work, and uh, I do. I've always loved them, and I've, I've sold lots and lots of miniature pictures in my time because I just love working small. Mm. Um, so uh, I, I'm sure that um, you could expand that, though, to um, larger pictures as well. Yeah. You don't have to do them all that, that tiny. Yeah. Well, thank you, Penny. That's a really lovely email. If you're if you're listening to this podcast, thank you so much. It was really nice to to hear that you're enjoying them and that you're finding the coloured pencils um, really interesting to uh, to hear your journey, Dad. On that, um, I know mm. a lot of people are have written in as well, saying how much they're enjoying them and some are even getting ready to go with their coloured pencils. They're just waiting for them. So um, I promise not too long now. That's right. Well, that's great. Great. Um, so I just want to finish off the podcast with, we're, we're actually going to dive into pasta pencils <laughs> for the first time in about a month on this podcast. Um, Cause we've had an email from Barry and I thought that it would be a really good um, topic of discussion on here. And you could give some tips, tips dad, if you, if you can, mm. Um, Barry says, hi, Stephen Collin. I'm hoping you can guide me. I'm a Harley Davidson fan. Uh, I own one and I've really enjoyed my pastel pencil journey so far. But one day I would love to draw my bike with pastels. The big question is there's a lot of chrome. So where do I start? And Barry sent (laughs) us a a picture of, I'm assuming it's his bike or a Harley Davidson bike. It's a very nice Mm -hmm. bike. Um, Now, chrome. In pastel pencils, Dad. Um, well, yep. how do you approach that? Uh, well, um, in pastel pencils, you'd, you'd start really with the white. If you look at the the chrome, a section of the chrome uh, that I'm looking at now, which is the exhaust pipes, um, you're looking at colours, different colours. You're looking at uh, light colour, white colour. You're looking at blue. You're looking at grey. Now, all of those colours you would use. It's simple as that problem is what you start with now what i would do here is the lighter areas that's the blue and the light light grays i would use white as a starter because presumably you're going to work on well it doesn't matter what color paper you do you still use white whether it's um gray or um sand color paper you still use white so the white would be the first thing you put in on the darker areas, you'd put a mid-tone grey on, okay? You'd have to choose. I mean, if you're using um, – because we've got a blue hue to this, and this is usual with chrome, mm. then you want to use the blue greys, which would be two double three, I would say, for that uh, darker area. So once you do that, you've got two colours. You've got the white and you've got the – 233 gray now underneath that right at the bottom part of that you've got a very unusual color but you know what that is that's the grass that's been reflected back up it yeah now i'm sure you would see that 
because Chrome is like a mirror. So you would have to put that in as well. Now, that's slightly different because with that, you would probably be advised to use a, an earth grey. And this would be 230, uh, 270 because it's a light colour. I would use 270 on that. So now we've got three colours. We've got white for all the light, uh, white and blue and light grey. Then we've got the 233 for the darker section of that. And then we've got the 270 on the bottom. So we've only got three colours we've used so far. Now, what you then would do is you would work the colours accordingly. So you then put uh, a light grey in, I would say. Again, 230 on the top part of that, leaving the white showing through. Then you'd gradually deepen it with the blues. And the blues probably there, I would use 249 blue. And One, 149. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you said two four nine. You are quite right. I'm getting my twos and my ones mixed up. Uh, one one four nine. Quite right, Steve. Mm -hmm. that, that's a, a, it's the blue that I tend to use more now than I used to, mm -hmm. because it's a little more subdued. If you use the one four three, for instance, that's quite bright. Yeah. Now all of those colours I've just given you, and on on the darker area, use one eight one. That would go on top of the uh, two double three. The grass, well, it's obvious then you'd use um, uh, the, the mid-tone greys, which is two seven three plus um, a little bit of grass colour mm. or ground colour. You'd have to work that one out yourself. But that's basically how you work uh, light and dark. Now, there's lots of examples we've got. If they search the internet where I've done chrome or silver. And that's how I would have done that, those as well. You're just going to play with it. And, and you can, when you've got um, chrome particularly, you've got reflected light in it. So you have to pay attention to that. Mm. I mean, I can see pinks in there too and all sorts of different tones. Mm. But you work from the light to dark side of it. You've got to put the white on first. It won't work unless you do that. Yeah, but you can't put white under the dark grey because that will weaken the dark gray, the the, the dark uh, grey. So you have to put a medium tone on that. Mm. As I said, two double three would work very well. Wow, goodness, yes, but especially more complicated because of its reflective quality of of having to put in lots of other colours into that as well. Mm, that's right but always from light to dark that's the, that's the critical thing you've got to go from light to dark you can't you can't expect to put the dark colors on and then expect to put what um light colors on top of the dark that doesn't work mm. okay okay well great i can't give any more information than that i'd have to do it to show you rather than, yeah um, you know but but as long as you've got the right colors and you're knowing what colors you're going to using you're going to use i've only given you the gr white blues and grays but there are lots of other colors you could use as well yeah to add to that okay fantastic but i wish you well it's going to be a tough one yes well yes i mean Good luck, Barry. <laughs> That's uh, that is I, I, I would say at this stage, though, to do something like that, and one day I may well do it, you might find another medium might be better. 
Right. Pastel pencils is great, but it doesn't work quite so well on mechanical things. I've done cars and I've done trains and I've done boats and they're okay, but strictly speaking, uh, you would use another color. In fact, looking at it again, possibly the color pencil might be a better color to use, a better medium to use, mm. because you can work that. You still have to work that from light to dark. You're not going to get away with that. Mm. But you, you would be able, because you could, um, you have a drying quality with the color pencil, the way I do it anyway. So once it's dry, then you can work on top of it, like I've done with the sky and the mm. trees. Mm. So it might be, but it's going to be a long, long old job, whichever way, whichever medium you choose. Mm. Very intricate. But I, I, I think pastel pencils on that. I put it this way: if you said to me, Colin, would you do this bike for me in pastel pencils? I would say, I'm sorry, no, I can't. Mm. I could do it. But I wouldn't do it justice, in my opinion. Got yeah. I hope that's not put you off. No, no, I think that's um, that's good. It's good to give your honest opinion as well. This is the thing. This is the point of asking the question. It's that people can get uh, get your expertise and your advice on it. So um, thanks, Barry, for for the question, and uh, I hope that's helped. And anyone else out there actually that is interested in doing Chrome uh, or bikes or anything like that. Um, I hope that's helped. Nice to finish on a pastel pencil note, as we haven't talked about it for a little while. Um, but <laughs> we'll get back to it one day. We will. We will. Um, but in the meantime, I hope everyone's enjoyed this. Um, we'll touch base with you next week, Dad. See if uh, if you've done another coloured pencil picture for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, uh, if anyone's got any questions, then please do feel free to email uh, them over to us and. Um, any tips that you would like, let us know. We'll see if we can do that on here too. Uh, in the meantime, that's well, it for what you're going to say, Dad? I was going to say, it also might be, um, now we've got a few of the coloured pencils pictures out there, particularly those three which uh, we're going to put up this week. It might be an idea to, to ask people what they think. Do they want to see more? Do they feel that this is something that they would want to go into? Because basically we're, we're sort of more of a pastel pencil um, uh, channel. Um, and uh, a lot of the pastel pencil artists might think, oh, I don't want to go into colored pencil. That's fine. We're doing what we think is the right thing by broadening our scope. But it would be nice to hear what they think about the coloured pencils and whether they think they would like to have a go at them. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We'd love to hear hear what you guys think. And uh, if it's something, yeah, like Dad said, if it's something you will give a go. Um, yeah, do let us know. Um, excellent. Okay, well, we'll leave it there for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.